You're now tuned in to the One Shot Podcast hosted by Vincent and John. This show contains movie spoilers, R-rated content, and Hollywood's hottest takes on movies old and new. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to the One Shot Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Johnny. Welcome back to another episode. We have a really good movie here and a very great guest. We have a great movie and uh, it's it's... Something we have never done on the podcast before. Yeah, this is our first animated film. and uh, Yeah, but before we get into it, I actually have, um, I, I want to start this off with a question for both of you. Okay. I, I wanted to do this last last episode, but didn't have a chance to. Uh, completely forgot all about it. Yeah. So I, I, I want to start doing inter- interesting questions for our guests and even John, because I haven't yeah. told John any of these questions. So first question I have for this episode is, if you could die for five minutes, but guarantee you will come back to life with no like repercussions, no like brain damage, nothing like that, would you do it? If I could die? If you could die for five minutes. But what and- am I getting out of it, though? See if there's actually anything no. on the other side. There's- I guess yeah. so. I mean, would it be like... A brutal death? Like, do I have no, a choice no, of how just, I die? Just, no, you just die just, for five it minutes. It just stops. Like, it, it, I just you're stop thinking breathing. too much into this. It's just you, I, I if don't you see the the positive benefits of yeah. dying for five minutes. I feel like low key that you'd be fucking petrified. You're telling me. You're telling you me you life. wouldn't. You wouldn't just want to die for five minutes to see if there's actually anything on the other side. At no. first. At first. To see thought, if to see yes. if you can find any you know loved ones that you lost. See Let's see anything like that. Might as well keep it a surprise. I mean, low-key, like, I would like to do that at first thought, but when I think about it, like, some people would come back and be, like, a totally different person. I I guess you you could say that, but what I'm saying is, like, if you could just die for five minutes, no repercussions to you. No. I don't know if I would. And see what's on the other side. At first thought, yes, but now I'm thinking kind of no, because I feel like I'd be totally, like, changed mentally because of the experience. But would I remember it, though? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No, I don't think I would. No. I, I would. No. I would. Okay. I would definitely do it. I don't know. I don't think I would do that. I feel like that would be a very, like, eye-opening experience. Yeah. Right. Hypothetically, like, if there is something... Right. ...you would want to know, but at the same time... I'd rather... If there's nothing, then you j- it's basically like you blinked. Yeah. But, like, it's like, oh, why not? Why wouldn't you? It's like, why not just take the chance and see what's on the other side? Yeah. I see where I you're see coming. Where you're, no, yeah. no repercussions at all. I, I get what I you mean, I would do it. but I don't know if I would either. I just I feel, feel like, like I'd be totally changed. Cowards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Make us cowards. Anyway, we're, <laughs> I'm kidding. We're so, joined here by Gabe. I don't yes. know, we didn't introduce him yet. but uh, Gabe, introduce yourself a little yeah. bit. My name is Gabe. I've known these two goons for quite some time, and they finally let me be on the podcast. Well... Yeah. We only started it last year, so I mean... Yeah, that's a long time. I should have been on the first episode. Oh, yeah? Endgame, that would have been a good one, too. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys did Endgame? Yeah. That's the first episode. <laughs> you would know if you listened to it. I do. I watched oh. the Jack and Jill one. That's oh, the best episode? Really? Yeah, of course. The best of course, one. you watched that one out yeah, of all the one. other ones. Yeah. Clearly. Naturally. Oh, I mean, my come on. God, this guy. <laughs> all right, so... This movie we're doing is a fantastic animated movie. Came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Beautifully done movie. Uh, this is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, it is. And this was released December 14th of 2018. Three days and, what, three years before No Way Home. That's pretty cool. That and is... six days before my 18th birthday. I mean, I knew it. I knew you were going to so say your birthday again. It's birthday. December. If it's close, then I got I to gotta mention it. So. And this is rated PG, mm-hmm. you know kids movie sort of has, yeah. has some themes in it but yeah yes not well, nothing the kids would understand yeah we'll, we'll talk about that a little down the line yeah 
and uh, the, the runtime is an hour and 57 minutes. I kind of wish it was longer, just because I enjoyed it so much. But yeah. at the same time, I was very happy with what we got. Oh, yeah, it was so. great. Like, I mean, the backstory behind everybody, you know, how they did that, and, and even telling this, you know, Miles Morales' story is, is very good, too. And I think I think the time was perfectly, per, like, not perfectly, but it was perfect to fit everybody's story in. Gotcha. And the genre for this movie is a family action. Yes, and uh, so do you want to read the plot, or Gabe, do you want to read it? I can do that. Okay. Can you? Can you Hopefully. read? I think I passed yeah, it. If you want to, here. <laughs> All right. Make it big for you. The plot: He's bitten by a radioactive spider in the subway. Brooklyn teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into one of the only Spider-Men. When he meets Peter Parker, he soon realizes that there are many others who share his special high-flying talents. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the evil Kingpin, a madman who can open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into their world. It's very true. Very good. So, the plot of this movie, Gabe, what did you think? Since you just read that, I mean, I I might as well come to you first with your opinion. Yeah, the it was a really good plot line. The it was well executed. Like they got very the, well executed. The, they got the so point across across across. Mm-hmm. I could speak. Um <laughs> Kingpin using the whole collider part was well animated, well thought out. Yeah. It was very interesting to see Kingpin do a, a collider instead of somebody else. Even though even yeah. though, you know, Doc Ock made it, like seeing it was, Kingpin use it. It was for him. Right. Pretty yeah. much. Which which is weird, not weird, but like it's it's different because usually you see Kingpin with, you know, this massive, you know, kind of gangster mob sort of feel to it. Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, not really expecting. Not really interdimensional and multiversal travel. Yeah, that's more of Doc Ock and Yeah. Almost I would say uh Osborne as well. Yeah. This yeah. is not really his kind of thing. Right. He's just like a mobster. So Pretty much and yeah. huge mobster. Yeah. Like, you know. But that's what's different about the Miles Morales universe. Like yeah. right. there's all these subtle differences that mm-hmm. make it so that there you could tell the difference between the enemies. So yeah, right. It's Kingpin is using colliders to go through different dimensions. Doc Ock is a woman. That's true. So yeah. that's a big difference. And Huge difference. Green Goblin is literally goblin. a goblin. Yeah. And he's well, they took massive. that from the comics. Yeah. yeah his appearance comes from the comics. He injects himself with like, something. like a goblin serum that turns him into that hulking green goblin um also scorpion has like mechanical legs if you saw that in in the fight uh at uh, at aunt may's house that kind of reminds me of uh i think i know where you're going with this yeah from uh rebels yeah when he gets his metal legs his spider uh, legs yeah and uh i think that's really cool in the clone wars was was he in? Never watched either of them, but I know what you you're talking about. You never watched about. the Clone Wars. Never watched Rebels or wow. Clone Wars. Wow, did you? I, I was always Clone Wars, yeah. okay. I just good. like I like the movies and the you know TV See, shows, watch, not not like the the animated TV shows. Okay, no, I watched it all and I thought they were fantastic. But um, also, I didn't start getting into Star Wars until after all that stuff was like pretty much done or like uh, on on their last leg. Gotcha. You know. Yeah, that's like the same thing. Like I. I was watching, like, I watched all the movies up until, like, 
six or seven, and yeah. then like eight came out, and then I watched like The Mandalorian. Right. Gotcha. Back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We get off topic here and there. Yeah, we do. It's all right yeah. though. Um, John, so let's let's plot. jump. No, you got to go back to the plot. You didn't you oh, didn't give your opinion on I'm the sorry. plot either. So for the plot, I really enjoyed it. Um, now that I I went and rewatched it this morning, and well. Like yeah, sure 20 you minutes did. ago. I started this <laughs> morning, and then I got through more of it this afternoon. Um, but in terms of the plot, I really enjoyed it. I know the first time watching it, I was kind of like, okay, like where is this movie going? Right. And then we see, okay, Miles, he gets bitten by the spider. Obviously, we know how that was going to happen at one point. Yeah. But then he meets Peter Parker, and I'm like, oh, like this is cool. He's going to be taught how to be Spider-Man. And then, and then a huge dies. bomb gets, like, Peter dropped. Dies. Fucking Kingpin, yeah. Hulk smashes Peter Parker. Hate to see it. Yeah. He fleeced him. <laughs> really did. And, uh, <laughs> and then we end up seeing uh, Peter B. Parker, uh, the fat Peter. Yeah. Played by a very good guy. And Great I love guy. Him, but we'll get to him in a few minutes. Um, however, the plot, I really love what they did. It was so unique. Yeah. And... I'm not sure. Was this a comic that something like this happened where they all kind of just come together? I don't know. I, I'm actually not too sure about that. I think it might have just came out of the heads of, you know, the, 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 the writers. Genius. Damn. If they yeah. did, that was really cool. Um, but I feel like this plot was rock, rock solid. I oh, yeah. really, really loved it. And I wouldn't change a thing about it. Oh, no, not at all. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. They, they mm -hmm. portrayed this very, very well. And with all these different Spider-Man coming in as well, you know, mm -hmm. we, got, we got a bunch of them that we're actually about to get into. Yeah. And like I say, with every great plot comes a great cast. So it that's does. what we're going to do right now. We're going to jump into the cast of we this have, movie. We have a lot of people here. Yeah. So pretty much names. we're not going to name all the movies that they've been in um, just because We'll be here all day. Yeah, we're going to try to name a, uh, yeah, a, few. a few, and then also if there are any, any upcoming projects coming yeah, out. Exactly. Um, so to start it off, who do we have? We have Shameik Moore as Miles Morales. Uh, also Spider-Man, mm -hmm. of course, as we know. Um, but real quick, I don't know if you guys saw, but instead of, you know, how he normally gets bitten by, like, the Oscorp spider. Yeah. He gets bitten. Miles gets bitten by the Alchemex yeah. spider. Yeah, it yeah. says Alchemex on on the spider. Yeah, exactly. and you know like that's probably spiders. right. It's like bugging all over the place. And yeah, that's how I guess how he's able to not get affected by well, the glitching. I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's probably. That's probably why he has different powers. That's why he can go invisible. That's well, why yeah, he can yeah. shock well, them. Normally, like I know from the video game, um, the PS4 video game, <laughs> he. Um, falls into like a a big like pit or something like that. He gets like ran into by uh, Rhino, right? And he goes through this like big tank that explodes, and if if I'm correct, and that's kind of how he gets his powers there. But this is a lot different here. Oh really? So it's 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 a cool difference that they have here. Yeah. So they're kind of making this their own, and it's really unique. So yeah, that's another reason why I really enjoyed it. And I like how they kept like the spider backstory. You know, yeah. he gets bitten by a radioactive spider. But instead of Oscorp, it's an Alchemex because Alchemex is like kind of the Oscorp of this, of his yeah. universe. Yeah, exactly. Not that, you know, uh, Norman Osborn isn't in this, but, you know, it, it, it it's just you don't see Oscorp, you don't hear about Oscorp. So it's there, I mean, but it's, it's just not mentioned. Right. And it's good that they keep the Alchemex stuff yeah. like kind of canon because that's kind of like the big thing now. 
Um, but back on topic, Shamik Moore is known for Dope, The Pretenders, uh, and a new movie that came out with Sylvester Stallone, Samaritan. I really, really want to see this movie. Oh, it was it was good. It was very good. Um, I predicted the ending, and I'm very happy about it. Okay. So, uh, I yeah. feel like that it, would make me mad if I predicted it. No, like I was watching it in my room. I was watching it, and um, I told my roommate probably like 20 minutes before I was like, "Yo, what if this, this, and this happens?" And then it did. And then it did. And I go, I fucking told you. I literally screamed <laughs> at the top of my lungs. I go, I fucking told you. And and he just starts laughing. That's wow. great. No, yeah. uh, I really, really want to see this movie. Sylvester Stallone's such a great actor. Uh, and he's, he's one great. Of the, he's one of the, one, of the, uh, one of the OGs. And I really want to see this film because... He's up just, there with Schwarzenegger, yeah. uh, De Niro, Pesci. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, the two, there's two... There's two... Yeah. There's too oh, many to list. There is. And uh, I... I was suspect when I first saw that this film was coming out, and then I was like, okay, I saw the trailer, and I'm like... Which one, Samaritan or, or Spider-Verse? Uh, Samaritan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was suspect, and then I'm like, okay, I totally need to see this movie. It's right up my alley, and uh, so I'm, I'm hopefully going to see it this week. Yeah. It's it's very good. I mean, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Go watch so, it. Exactly. It just looks fun and, like, action-packed. Yeah. It's just, just like... Something that I loved. It was so great. It really I was. Really it was it, a so. really good movie. Um, but he, he uh, oh my God. Shamik Moore is also going to be in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is coming out next year, 2024? May 23. May 23, yeah. okay. And he is also going to be in the third installment of the Spider-Verse franchise, which is called Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. I'm really curious to see what they're doing with that one. I'm curious as to see how they're going to get Gwen, Peter B. Parker, yeah. all of them back. I think in this one, I don't know if they're going to be back together. If but if you saw, if like, there was, each... in the trailer, you saw, you know, Gwen in the portal yeah. up above Miles' bedroom. Yeah. So I don't think they're all going to be back together. I think it's going to be focusing on the two of them. You think? You don't that's, think? That's my prediction. I could be completely but wrong. But also, it's going to focus on um, the guy at the end. What is that? Spider-Man uh, 64? 60, um, what, what? No, that is... Is that um, Superior Spider-Man? No, twenty ninety nine. Yes, that's what he is. They're they're focusing on him, and and he's his name is Miguel. Yeah, and I can't Miguel. remember who he's played by. Uh, is it? It's not Bad Bunny, is it? Or is he playing no, somebody no, else? No, no, no. Bad Bunny's playing somebody else. Okay, never yeah. mind. Ignore that. Uh, <laughs> who we got up next, John? Your favorite uh, up person? Up next, this oh, is one of my too. favorite actors, um, and it's because of one of the shows that he's in. Come closer. So, um, this is Jake Johnson. And he plays Peter B. Parker, and he's most famously known for his fantastic role in New Girl, 21 Jump Street, Drinking Buddies, and a few other really great films. I don't know why I don't remember him in 21 Jump Street. I looked it up last night. He's, he plays the principal from the high school. So he doesn't really have a big right. part. Oh my god, of course he, he does. he was talking to um, the two guys, Channing Tatum and... Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. And he says, well, I'll, I can expel you guys... Uh, he was, then he was talking yeah. about Jonah Hill. He said, I'll, expend, I'll uh, expel you for, I don't know, making kids feel uncomfortable because you look weird. <laughs> and then he was talking like to Channing Tatum saying he was going to expel him for something totally different. Like something that was like actually like menacing. Right. Like I'll expel you for like beating up on kids or I don't know, some other stuff. It was actually really funny. And it's kind of just how Jake Johnson is as a person. That's just his, and like just, it's his personality. It's, exactly. It's his personality. Yeah. And that's kind of how he... Um, is casted. He's kind of uh, what is that called? 
uh, type he's he's typecasted now. Oh, okay. Ever since yeah, that yeah. role in New Girl and Twenty One Jump Street, that's just how he is now. He's and always portrayed film, as like the shabby white guy. Yeah, you know, like, who doesn't really dumpy, care about himself. Yeah, which, that's his role. He plays yeah. it to a T. Yeah, yeah. I know, in and he does. New Girl, in uh, Neighbors. You remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, and that also in uh, if you've seen the movie Tag, that's one yeah. of his other. That one popular. I haven't seen. Oh, oh, so good. Jeremy Renner, uh, Ed Helms. Uh, um, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. Oh, yeah, okay. great he's, movie. He's always played as, like, the shabby rundown. He's, like, kind of, like, doesn't care about himself, but yeah. he does. My guy, you literally okay. just named half of these movies <laughs> that we got on the list here. Oh, but I, I love, I, just as much as you, <laughs> yeah. Jake right. Johnson, he's hilarious. I find no, him I like so see, funny. See, I, I, the thing is, I sleep on him, but then when I see a movie that he's in, like oh, it's just it, yeah it's yeah. like from new girl no <laughs> the funny thing is that's i haven't even I watched new girl but the clips oh i've seen God. on tiktoks and the sound TikTok. clips and the sound clips that i've seen on tiktok are so funny and i know it's him every single yeah. time i hear it i it's know it's him he's he yeah. a recognizable voice. oh yeah. yeah um but it's just it's so funny mm-hmm. and and he's just he is a funny guy he's a really funny guy he's hilarious funny how <laughs> stop john <laughs> it's over the episode's that's done how. Um, but yeah, no, Jake Johnson, he's one of my favorite actors, uh, mainly from New Girl. Um, I watched that last, last year, or the year before, and I really just fell in love with his acting and his character in that. So yeah. it's copy paste into this film and it's perfect. Into and almost every plays, film he's in. Yeah. And he plays Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker. Excellent. And I wouldn't change it. Yeah. It was great. Um, you know, like John said, he was known for New Girl, 21 Jump Street, Drinking Buddies, Neighbors. Have you seen Let's Be Cops, any of you? Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie's hilarious. It's so funny. They oh, literally just, hilarious. like, buy, like, yeah. police outfits, buy a cop car. Let's Be and, Cops. And That's the whole movie. Yeah. Wow. It's so funny. They into, like, that, that one scene where they go into, like, the the domestic dispute and it's the midgets. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that... That was hilarious. And then at the end, they literally become co- like they actually become yeah. cops. And then they, <laughs> they start driving on the sidewalk like while well, a bunch of people are fucking and they're shooting their guns in oh, the air. It's so funny. I need to see that. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. I've seen trailers and I've seen clips of it. I've just never seen the actual yeah. full movie, so I definitely got to see that. It's story. funny. It's a it's another kind of like slept on movie almost. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Jurassic World, and as we said, Tag. Tag is a really good movie. These guys have been playing Tag for 30 years. Like their whole lives. It's yeah. Like a, a, oh, wow. It's well, a lifelong They're game. like 30 years old, but like yeah. since yeah, but since they were kids, they've been playing it for one month. Um, one person's w- like it. Oh. Yeah, okay. No, for, for one month, they played this one game of Tag, and they mm-hmm. do it every single year. And it's actually based on a true story. These guys have actually played Tag every year really? for that, that month. And, you know, at the end, you see clips of the the guys actually playing tag. And the whole the whole story behind tag is that um, this one character has never been caught. Jeremy Renner. He always he always evades getting caught. And it's it's the way they do like his kind of they kind of give him a spider sense. If you if you really think about it, they They give Jeremy Renner a spider sense because like. Ed Helms is trying to tag him at one point, and he goes, "He goes, the shoes, the, the shoes don't match up." And it's like slow mo panning down to like the shoes and stuff like that. And then he goes, "Well, if I do this and this, 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 this," and he uh, does all of that in like a matter of like five seconds, and it's cool. like it's it's funny, it's really good, and it's a good comedic movie too. That's kind of cool. like, have you seen the movie like Kick Ass where they? Yeah. It like it's not really like it's like a sixth sense. Like you're it's like, like the it, internal thoughts. Right. Down is like. 
Yeah. You have time to process it. Yeah. And it, it it's perfectly dis- depicted. Right. That's it's really, it's really, really good. Uh, you want to go for this one? You want to read the next one? Yeah, so Gwen Stacy, Spider-Gwen, is played by Haley Steinfeld. Every 13-year-old's heartthrob right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Uh, she's known for Pitch Perfect 2, Ender's Game, uh, The Edge of 17. That was really popular. Now, did she get her start in Pitch Perfect 2? Well, I know she's had her music career, yeah. you know, but yeah. did she like really like did she after that major role in, in Pitch Perfect 2, is that when she kind of like blew up? I don't up? know exactly what it was, but I know that was early on. Because so. I know that's like one of the roles that she's kind of most known for. Yeah. I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, like, what do you know Haley Steinfeld from in terms of acting? And right. this was the first one she said was uh, Pitch Perfect 2. So I was like, OK, that one is clearly very popular. Right, right. So because she's a big fan of Pitch Perfect, so. I mean, they're not bad movies. No, it's cool third, to see the acapella. The like, third stuff. one is fucking terrible. I haven't seen the I third one. I saw the first that. two. Yeah, the first two were really, really good. Second one. They're, they're the not bad. One. I just like the I like the acapella aspect of it. It's very cool how people can actually yeah. do that with their voices. You know, that that's uh, pretty so much. <laughs> I got a, I got an acapella voice. Go ahead. Go ahead. Definitely not. We're not doing that. <laughs> Belt it out right now. Uh, I didn't drink my water today. So it's <laughs> a little that's raspy. Mm-hmm, okay. That's all right. Uh, what, so, what she? Yeah. Uh, she was also in Hawkeye TV show, which yeah. was and Bumblebee. That, I didn't really like that movie. I didn't watch Bumblebee. I, didn't I, I it was, it was after right. I think I didn't see any movie after Shia. After Shia was gone. What? I I, I didn't see any those. Transformer movie after Shia was gone. You didn't see any of the Mark Wahlberg ones? No. Oh, Could care Mark less. Wahlberg is in some of them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. In the yeah. in the later ones, like after Shia. I never knew that. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I've had no. Movies. I've no. I've had no interest in seeing any of them neither have i to be honest didn't they just release one like this past year it was like a dinosaur one that was a while ago. yeah that was a while ago and fucking optimus oh. prime has like a glowing like fire red sword or something oh yeah it's, uh, I don't it's know, sick dude. it was yeah i don't know i could care less about the I've transformers never, never movies seen them recently. i haven't seen like the last like five of them the so first what was it three shy did three i think it was two i don't even know those those two were probably the, the best him, him and megan fox yeah that those was, two like, were those two were Probably Top just the tier. best. Megan Fox. Megan Fox, bro. <laughs> Name says better, it all. Better watch what you say, Gabe. Your girlfriend uh, listens to the podcast. Honestly, she'll agree with me. <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. Hawkeye was great. I loved Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye, really good. I liked it, but at the same time, it was like... I like the whole story made... behind, you know, he's not in New York to train this person. He's in New York for something else. Yeah. Something and else came up. It slowly, like explain that and I yeah. think that's kind of cool but I wish they kind of dove more into um, some of his like relationships with certain people within New York they kind of just said okay I'm here for this and uh, I really don't have any other people in New York but he really does there were so many other people so cool you guys gave me a background because I've never seen Hawkeye yeah it's, dude and you call yourself a Marvel it's fan good. I don't call myself a Marvel fan uh, see like I liked Hawkeye but it wasn't like fantastic it was exactly what it was supposed to be i guess it was him training the steinfeld and it was yeah i don't know i mean it is what it set out to be yeah she i was... did also see on imdb she's gonna be in secret wars really yep oh so but we have a long time till that comes out yeah so we have we have a few years for that so maybe she'll have a, a bigger role in more project before that comes right, out. right i would assume so 
but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Hannah Steinfeld is known for her singing career. Um, As we mentioned. Yeah. And she has some, some very good music out. She's got some hit so. songs out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who is up next? We got Mahersha Ali as Uncle Aaron or The Prowler. Um, I think The Prowler was insane in this movie. I yeah, thought it was oh, really, really good. Yeah. I thought it was amazing, honestly. Yeah, no, he played a really good role. Yeah. Um, but it's not like it's his first time uh, being in a Marvel movie. Yeah. So, you he know, knows the ropes. He yeah. does. I mean, he it might have been done. over 20 years ago or so. But uh, he hopped back in, and yeah. uh, he did some very great voice acting in this film. So, since John brought it up, might as well start off with it. He's going to be in the new up-and-coming Blade movie, and we actually got a sneak peek of his voice at the end of Eternals. That was Did Blade. Really? They, com- they Well, he's uncredited, but on his IMDb, they kind of confirmed it. Really? He's talking to uh, Jon Snow. Fuck's his name. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Oh, shit. So we're going to see okay. Jon Snow in uh, Blade, hopefully. That's oh, so shit. cool. So, yeah. But he is also Speaking, known... F- oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Speaking no. of Jon Snow, did you guys see the new Game of Thrones uh, show? I was never... I never watched Game of Thrones. Never seen really? a single episode of Game wow, of Thrones. Wow. I'm yeah. the only one who's seen yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, I saw Game of Thrones, uh, not for the nudity, obviously. But, um, Dude, the past two episodes we've recorded, you have brought up nudity. I have? Yes. You brought it up in Euphoria, and now you're bringing oh. it up now. Well, Euphoria, Euphoria is its own fucking weird If you shit, bring dude. it up in the other, in, in, the in another episode be, we record, I'm know. kicking you off for an episode. I'm going to find a new host for one episode. Oh, but Game of Thrones. You're going to get suspended. Um, <laughs> Damn, all right, I'll just... Pass the mic over. Uh, No, but Game of Thrones, I I really enjoyed it. It's a really great series. Um, You guys should probably check it out. I mean, I tried watching the first episode. I got to the point where you know, brother and sister fucking in the tower, and uh, and then and then uh, what's his name, Brant? Brant, right? I don't know. The one kid pushes him off. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's that's just, up to where I saw, and then I was like, all right, I I'm over like, it. I feel like Game of Thrones is one of those shows that you have to watch because it's such a big thing in pop culture. So, not my. But taste. that's like saying, but that's like saying Star Wars. You have to watch Star Wars. Well, if you don't, um, I don't ever want to talk to you. So, <laughs> that's just that. <laughs> Hear that, guys? But if you don't uh, watch Star Wars, John will never be your friend. Hate to see true. it. <laughs> I mean, that's also like I feel like the same thing like with that like. Everyone's saying, "Oh, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this." Like, I have, I do not like any of the Harry Potter movies. I don't. I, I mean, I'm I not, can care less about them too. I'm not I a big them. Harry Potter guy. Star Wars to me is peak, peak cinema. Peak, but <laughs> Harry Potter can't get into it. Yeah, no, yeah. Harry Potter, I, I, I could care yeah. less about. Those are like my, like I wouldn't say my favorite three, but like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Marvel, like my favorite three, like cinematic universe. John, you're batting a thousand here. <laughs> <laughs> You're 0 for 2 with me and Gabe. No. First it's Harry Potter, then it's uh, whatever the fuck you said. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones? Okay. Well, <laughs> That's it. Game of Thrones, you guys, I don't know, it might be too late for you to watch it, but it's so, so good. I know it's kind of shitty at the end. Uh, you guys ever see that, like, the horse meme? Where it's, no, like, I saw that. Really, I saw really good it in the beginning, and then just, oh, like, yeah. a oh, yeah, drawing yeah, at yeah. the end. That's uh, how Game of Thrones was, so. Makes sense. They just yeah. ended it abruptly. Yeah, it just, I, know, I heard a lot of people complaining the about the ending. The last two seasons were kind of shit, and then the last episode of the entire series was like fucking garbage. Yeah, everybody oh, said it was dog. It was so bad. Everybody said it was so dog. It was shit. such a bad way to end the series. There were so many mistakes too. There was like a Starbucks cup. Yep. There was like what bunch of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but, but a lot of mistakes. Anyway, back to <laughs> back to Mahershala Ali. Um, he is known for the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part One and Two, Hidden Figures, which there's a lot of lot of uh, big roles in that in that movie. Yeah. Um, that won some Oscars, I'm pretty sure, or some some awards. Um, Green Book, which he's, you know, the main star in. Mm-hmm. I never saw that. And TV shows like Luke Cage, CSI, Law & Order, Special Victims Unit. Peep. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, he's been in a bunch more, but we're yeah. just going to stick to, yeah. stick to the, some, of the, um, some of the fewer stuff. Yeah. Um, so up next is Brian Tyree Henry. And he plays uh, Jefferson Davis, a.k.a. Miles' dad. dad. And I like his role a lot. Um, I like what he does as a character. And he is known for Don't Let Go, Child's Play, Joker, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Eternals, Bullet Train, which just came out. Have you guys seen that yet? No. Have you? Oh, I, I haven't. I want to see it. We, we I was gotta, supposed I, I to gotta, go see it the other day. And yeah, oh, yeah. You were, t- were going to see it on Cinema Day. Yeah, but yeah. We, we couldn't find it anywhere in theaters. Right. So it was really frustrating. So I'm just going to... I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, online. I want to I see... There's probably a stream of it somewhere. That you yeah. Can yeah, but it's probably not one. good. I know. I kind of don't want to watch the... I want to watch it good quality. Yeah. I also still got to watch Nope. People have been harping me to watch Nope. We have to watch that at one point anyway. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I'll watch that the sooner we get to seeing, uh, making that episode. Yeah, actually. yeah. Uh, so, yes, he's known for uh, also Eternals. I didn't even notice he was He was Eternals. literally, like, one of the What's main he? characters. Was he really? He was one of the Eternals. Oh, damn, I just didn't even <laughs> See, that's, <laughs> that's how that, shit that movie was. That, exactly. That's the cool part about this being an animated film. Like, you have You don't realize actors. who these people are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's people who are stars in other Marvel movies, like uh, Mahershala Ali. He plays Blade, and then this one he plays uh, a villain. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that is really cool. Um, but back to um, Jefferson Davis. Uh, he is apparently going to be in the new Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong. Why? Why do they have to make a second one? I don't know. I, I, I thought don't one was un- enough. I, I yeah. thought so, too. I was hoping one was going to be I'm enough. I'm going to be honest. I didn't dislike Godzilla vs. Kong. I thought it was, it was okay. so predictable. I literally yeah, called it. Exactly. It was... You literally called it. happened. Like... Yeah. I literally go, I, I, I turned to my friend. It was literally right after I got my COVID booster, and I was, like, feeling like absolute dog shit. And my friends were like, all right, let's go to the movies. I was like, I feel like shit, but I feel like if I get out of the house, it'll be good. Yeah. So I went, and... This is what happens when you mix COVID <laughs> boosters with your vaccines. Um, and I go into theaters. I turn to my friend. I go, the ending's going to be Mechagodzilla is going to come, and then Godzilla and Kong are going to work together. What happened? Mechagodzilla came out, and King Kong and Godzilla worked together to defeat Mechagodzilla. Yeah. And I was like, fucking told you. It was pretty... So predictable. It was plain. It, it's literally the only plot they have for these movies. I know. Yeah. But... Um, I'm going to... All of them. So, Gabe, I'm going to take this one. You can get the next one, because I have, you know, I want to I wanna say something special about this one go for it so we have lily tomlin as aunt may aunt may was a fucking badass in this yes she was she really was she was pretty cool um she's known for the beverly hillbillies getting away with murder the ant bully you know another voice acting role yeah uh the pink panther 2 tv shows the west wing the magic school bus sesame street and grace and frankie grace and frankie i like so which one's Grace guess, and Frankie? get i have no idea i have uh, no idea what grace and frankie is mm. Guess who she was in the Magic School Bus? 
she was Miss Frizzle. She yeah, was she Miss was fucking Frizzle. That's really cool. You know they rebooted it? Yeah. Shut up. I've they rebooted that. the Magic School Bus. I've heard about Now that. she's Professor Frizzle. She's a That's professor now? Fire. No. Why is she Why? a professor? Why? Why are you going to remaster the Magic School Bus? The Magic School Bus is Magic School Bus. Don't touch the fucking Magic School Bus. It was perfect how it was. They didn't need to change it. Oh, I'm looking dead into the camera. The Magic School Bus should not have been touched. And I'm saying that right now. And I will stand by it forever. Magic School Bus was my childhood, probably your childhood and your childhood. Got that right. They shouldn't have touched it. They shouldn't have rebooted it. They should have left it how it was. Can this just be a normal trip? <laughs> With the frizz? No way! Who's in down down Main Street? Uh, theme song though too. Was, uh, I know, right? What was her role in the Pink Panther two? That I don't know. I don't know. I've seen the movie. It was a while. I, I've never, I've never time. seen the Pink Panther. Really? Any of them? Those are some pretty funny movies. Those are pretty. Then, funny. then again, I was a lot younger, so it was funnier yeah. then. Right. I don't know. I enjoyed them. Now some of the stuff you look back and it's like the mm. original, like the cartoon series had. Yeah. Had me on my ass. Bro. Yeah. That that was funny. Yeah, that is true. I have a soft spot for those old timey cartoons like Tom and Jerry. Oh yeah. Cartoons. Oh, of Wacky races. Yeah. All the boomerang stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no. like uh, the Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah. Those are classics. The Jetsons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Classic stuff. Tom and Jerry can't go. Tom wrong. and Jerry. You no, can't that, that might be one of my favorite. Tom and Jerry oh, yeah. talk oh, now. I know. Like I they they, that. they talk. Did they you speak. see the, the Tom and Jerry movie that came out? No. Yeah. It's like a half animated, half like... Kind of like uh, Chippendale? Yeah, yes. exactly. It's just like that. Um, weird. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. They really. do talk. Chippendale was good, but at the same time, it was like... It, it was weird, like you said. It's like... Well, I mean, first of all, they have fucking ugly Sonic, so why would anyone want to see that Sonic? It's so funny. Um, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into Chippendale a little bit down the line. So, yeah. Gabe, who do we got up next? Up next, we got Luna Lauren Velez as Rio Morales... Or Miles' mom. Or Miles' mom. And her main role, she's known for Dexter. She plays Maria La Guerta. That's such a great show, Dexter. It's one of my like all-time favorite shows. Yeah. And she's she does a fucking. You learn thing. anything from that? Big Dexter guy uh, over here. How to get away with murder? <laughs> Just uh, lots of duct tape, lots of plastic wrap. Yeah. So. And she's also known for Oz and the first. Purge. Now, Oz, is that the one with James Franco? I honestly have no idea. I only know her from Dexter. Because didn't so. they make, like, they made, like, a spinoff of The Wizard of Oz of, like, like a prequel, I guess you could call it, not a spinoff. Okay. And it's, like, James Franco is The Wizard of Oz, but they just called it, like, Oz or something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. It came out years no ago. I have yeah. no idea. I don't really remember. I don't know. Um, but... Up next, we have Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, and she plays uh, Mary Jane. I wasn't done talking, but that's fine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, got, I got this one. All right. Uh, so you did last. Um, so, yeah, Zoe Kravitz, she plays Mary Jane, and she's known for the Batman. Uh, she has a really good role in that. Uh, Want to crack your knuckles louder sorry. into the mic? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, she's known for the Batman. She plays a fantastic role there. She's also known uh, for Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, X-Men, First Class, Divergent, and then she's also in the Fantastic Beast series. Yeah. Well, I wanted to put, she's in the Divergent series. She's in all three yeah. of them. I um, like those. So yeah. That's the only reason I know that. Uh, she was decent in the Batman. I'm yeah. not going to say she was great. She was decent. She I was kind of like role. a whiny little, you know, 
I wish her role was a little expanded. I'm gonna be honest. I like. Yeah, it. like we said, you know. We talked uh, about it a lot. If you guys want to check that out, Batman episode episode, episode five. Three? Five. Oh, oh shit! Holy shit! This Red is this Friday. once again second episode, time you've done episode this. Episode three is uh, Breakfast Club. I'm sorry. Talking about nudity again, Golly. messing up the episodes. <sighs> John, get a load of this guy. Got to keep sorry. track. I, I'll just leave. Sorry, <laughs> you guys can finish the episode. Uh, sorry. All right, let's run through some of these real quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, up next we have John Mulaney as Spider Ham. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, he's mainly known for his roles in Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was also in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, as we were just talking yeah. about. Uh, Big Mouth, you know, he plays Andrew Glauberman. Glauber. Glauberman. That's a good show. It is. It's a very, very good show. Very fucking weird, but very Oh, funny. yeah. Yeah. But... Did you see the the spinoff of it? Human Resources. Yeah, Not yeah. yet. Oh my God. No, Not yet. That's that. way funny. He he. I saw he makes a he makes an appearance in that. Oh okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I haven't seen that. I really don't. Like I him. haven't even been caught really? up with Big Mouth. I don't. I, I hate, I just, it's, he's not funny and his voice pisses me off. Oh, I think he's hilarious. I fucking love him. I think he's hilarious. I love John Mulaney. His Netflix specials are fucking great. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably what he's most known for is his, oh, yeah. com- his Netflix comedy specials. Yeah, and stand up and doing all that shit. He's just very funny. Oh, yeah. He's a he, very, very he, he funny. He has guy. some issues as well, but, but you know. his we'll, voice we'll let that gets go. Me yeah. So unreasonably angry. I don't know why. Interesting. All right. I mean, not, a, not a big John Mulaney fan. I, I think he's funny. He as played fuck. the role really well of, because he has like a cartoony voice. He does. Right, no, yeah. he really does. So, I guess that's what like pisses me off about him. That's fair. So too energetic. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that fits perfect with this role. So yeah, it, yeah, it's great. Um, so up next we have Kimiko Glenn, and she plays Penny Parker, and uh, she's known for The Orange Is the New Black, Nerve, uh, Carmen. S- Sandico? Santiago. Santiago. It, it's supposed to be Carmen San Diego. Oh. It, somebody, somebody, somebody got rid of the E. Oh. Think it was okay. you. Uh, maybe it was. Um, if you don't know about Carmen San Diego, go ask your parents. I don't. Seriously, go ask so. your parents. Your parents probably know. My dad knows. My mom knows. You know. I go ask will your parents. Ask. I don't I know if they would know, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So, we also have another A-lister. Yeah. On this cast, who is huge that? A-lister. We got Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. This is a pretty cool one. I like this casting a lot. Oh, yeah. It was great. You know, he's known for National Treasure. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Childhood. You know. What? That's our childhood there. Yeah, that's on Disney+. Plus. Go yeah. watch it. Go watch National that's Treasure. He's also known for Face Off. We talked about Face Off in episode two of the podcast, which is The Adam Project. So um, great we, we run down the plot of Face Off in there. So if you want, go check it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my childhood right here, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. And he was also in Willy's Wonderland. Have any of you is. seen that? No. It's a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. Oh, guess what? That, no, but guess what? But guess what? Guess what? Nicolas Cage doesn't say a fucking word the entire movie. He doesn't speak one line. What do you mean? He doesn't say a word. What do you mean? What do I mean? He doesn't say one word the entire movie. That's so dumb. Not one word. Why pay this guy that, that much money? To- he got probably paid... F- fucking millions of dollars why he doesn't you, speak one word why would they do that that's a waste of his so talent. so what it is it's literally like animatronics come to life and they try to kill these teens and you know nicholas cage is just i already murdering all i already them. don't want to know more about this film it's i thought it was going to be good terrible. i thought it was going to be scary but it literally wasn't and i was like oh nicholas cage is going to be cool 
Man doesn't say a fucking word. That's so stupid. I'm he doesn't sorry. say a single word. Not even in, not even till the end of the movie. Like he doesn't say anything the entire movie. Yeah. All you hear is him just like grunting and beating the shit out of these animatronics. That's so dumb. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyway, uh, up just... next we have uh, Catherine Hahn. She plays the new Doc Ock. Yes. Um, and she is most known for Afternoon Delight, Transparent, uh, Free Agents, Bad Moms, and then she made her MCU debut. And WandaVision, and now she's getting her own show, which has a new title, um, which is uh, Ath- oh my God, <laughs> Agatha Coven of Chaos. Yes. And uh, she's also in a new movie that's coming out. Oh, is she now? Year. Tell me about it. And give it, it to me, John. Ni- pause. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm excited for this movie down. now. I can tell. <laughs> Saddle down. Sorry. All right. Here we go. Catherine Hahn, she's in the new Knives Out 2, uh, The Glass Onion. I was going to say, you call by its name. And I don't even know what her role is in that, to be honest. I assume she's one of the ensemble. None of so. us know what her, no, none of us know anything about it. But now, I'm when did they say so they're going to release uh, Glass Onion again? I think it's sometime in 23. I just don't know when. I hope so. I really so. do. Because it's, it's going to be a great movie, just like, you know, the first one was. It's going to be a hit. Uh, and it's coming straight to Netflix, right? Yeah, December 23rd. It says. Oh, really? Nice. Good Christmas oh, yeah. present. I know. That's, that's really sweet. Literally. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Um, so, so Gabe, tell us who's up next. Yeah. Up next, Leave Schreiber. I believe yeah. that's how you pronounce it. Go for it. We're, we're, not, we're not great at pronunciation here, so we're going to... He plays Kingpin, and he's most notably known for the Scream series, the Manchurian Candidate, X-Men Origins Wolverine and Don't Look Up Yeah, was some of his best work. Yeah, I really liked him in X-Men Origins Wolverine. What I love that movie. That? Sabretooth? Literally Logan's oh, brother? Yeah. Okay, see, I, see, when it's animated, it's hard for me to tell like who these people are. So. I loved I loved X-Men Origins Wolverine. I no, think it was, was really amazing. I, I thought it was great. That's really Besides cool. the Deadpool shit yeah, that they that was fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> anyway. He's hilarious. Yeah, and no, I'm excited to see Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool three. I know coming soon. Oh, that's gonna be well, lovely. Soon, but not soon. You yeah. Know. So last up, go ahead, John. What uh, are we? Last what do we up, got? we have Chris Pine. And he plays Peter Parker. Is he the original? He's blonde. Peter he's the blonde Peter Parker. Okay, so I didn't know that until I was looking. I didn't at this. either. And you had Chris Pine on the list. I'm like, who the hell did he play? Yeah. And so I went and looked at it, and it said Peter Parker. I was like, oh. That's really neat. Yeah. And so he's known for his roles in Star Trek, all the whole like trilogy. I'm not a Star Trek person. Me neither. I never no. saw them. I don't Finally, think I ever will. Finally, we see eye to eye. So yeah, <laughs> we're good now. We're good. We're good. We're good. So, One for three. It's about time. That's all right. It's about damn time. <laughs> Stop. Uh, he is also in Wonder Woman one and two. Uh, second one sucks. We all know that. Um, he's also in Into the Woods, the like musical uh, live action yeah. Disney thing. I thought it was really good. He did yeah. A good job in he's that. in a lot more stuff, but yeah. you know. So. If you guys want to know more, you guys, you know, you, wait, you have Google. Yeah, exactly. You have Safari. Yeah. You have Ugh. Microsoft, whatever search Ugh. engine Microsoft they have. Microsoft Edge. Edge, yeah. <laughs> Ew. So we're going to jump into the, the director and their experience. Um, so there were three directors on this film. Yeah. One is Peter Ramsey, and he's directed Monsters vs. Aliens, Mutant Pumpkins from Outer Space, do which you, is like the holiday special for Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. Do you remember the video game that they made out of Monsters vs. Aliens? No, I do remember the movie, though. 
I remember the movie a lot. I remember the dude, you know, whatever, the president or whatever, walks yeah. up the fucking huge flights of stairs and he starts... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the, th- the giant fucking robot just smashes the keyboard and he just runs... <laughs> Just runs screaming with his hands flailing in the air. Nah, the the um, the one part where they're like trying to subdue—I forgot the giant lady's name—but she know. like she like gets shot with a with a giant trank and she like yeah. pulls it out. He's like, she just tosses just it, rips it at a dude's foot. It's just oh yeah. It kind of reminded me of that one um that one scene from Ace Ventura. He's like. that's great oh man uh Uh, so he's also directed uh rise of the guardians from 2012 i never saw that no i didn't you guys did it's literally about like jack frost santa claus easter bunny all that stuff okay and then oh yeah i've seen that okay it was a while ago though yeah yeah, 2012 dude that's 10 years ago yeah we're old we're old now man uh men (laughs) So I think his most important one here is coming soon in well, 2023. Well, he, yeah, he is directing this as we speak, probably. Yeah. Peak. Uh, the new Ahsoka series that's going to come to Disney Plus in 2023. I'm yeah. really excited about this. Yeah, I so. think it's going to be really good. Um, that's going to be a solid series. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm a little worried because in Mando, or not Mando, in Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka was kind of a bitch. She really was. She was a bitch to Mando. She was like, no, you can't see him, but I'm still going to give it to him. It's yeah. like, the fuck? Why? Know. I was literally like, what, the, the, what's the point? And it did nothing What's the anyway, point? So. Yeah. I don't know. I just um, think her white lightsabers are really cool. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I that's really neat. She banishes her, like, Jedi and just goes... So, that She had the white lightsabers in Rebels, right? Yeah. Like, the thing is, is, like, you... Yeah. She changed... Lightsaber colors. All so the thing, the thing, what the, the like whole backstory behind lightsaber color is like, kind of. So she went Sith, but then she uncracked her Kyber crystal, and that's why it's white. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know. It's a whole, it's a whole backstory. Because she started with green, mm-hmm. and then in the last season of Clone Wars, she had blue. Yeah. And then went to white because she got that's banished the by the Jedi Temple. Right. And then. You said that she had a. Uh... So like, there's there's a thing saying that I never saw like it with red, if you though. turn if you turn Sith, you Why have did a crack. She turn you, Sith? It's it's like a, I, I saw it I saw it somewhere like I saw a video of it. It's like if you turn Sith, you have a cracked Kyber crystal, or something like that, and it oh. turns red. And then if you fix or if you reforge that Kyber crystal, it loses all of its color and it's white. Oh. Something like that. I thought it was like like a purification, <clears throat> like realize like kind of Sith is almost, bad. kind of though. If you really okay. think about it, because if you re, if if you put a cracked kyber crystal back together, you know it's kind of like oh, you know I'm no longer bad, and you know you got a I've white seen saber the now. The errors of my ways. Right. Sure. Um, up next we have the second director Bob Per Perseet. Perchetti? Per, yeah, Perchetti. You're Italian, you can't say that. Dude, I don't know what that even says. Persichetti? Yeah, Persichetti. Now Maybe. that's an Italian. Oh, that's fucking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he hasn't really directed anything besides this movie. He was the storyboard artist for Shrek 2, the best Shrek of all time. Okay. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and Flushed Away. That was a, that was a good film. Flushed I'm not going to lie. Is... 
Flash Forward was peak cinema. Peak cinema. I just actually that watched that last year. I've never fully watched why? it. No, so so the thing is, <laughs> I don't know why. My roommate was just like, you know what? I want to. We we. I know. Like he was like, I want to watch Flushed Away. I was like, dude, I That's never so watched. Random, but the thing is, though. I never watched Flushed Away as a uh, as a kid. Good. As a kid, I was always, I was always Over the Hedge, um, Shrek, yeah. Shark Tales, uh, High School Musical, even like all that stuff. Yeah. Not a big high school musical guy. I was, guy. Always, yeah, I was always a big high school musical fan. I thought it was pretty cool. I yeah. thought the movies were corny. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Yeah. And, Whatever. Uh, we don't I'm care about your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who was our third director here? Uh, we had Rodney Rothman. Rothman. Interesting. Big Rothman. <laughs> big Rothman. There isn't really any like major credits for him, but he's uh, directing a Twenty One Jump Street spinoff. I don't know what so. it's gonna be though. Like. What are they gonna do? I have a feeling that I don't know anything about it, but just off the top right. of my head, I feel like it's gonna be a same, the same exact thing. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, different actors, but doing the exact same thing. Probably because what really else? That's exactly what they did with though. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Exactly. And you know he made his appearance in in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. So, you know. Who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, let's jump into our favorite part of this episode. Yeah, so instead of cinematography, we're going heavy on the special effects this episode. Because that's all this is. And to start off, we obviously know this kind of animation was something that we've never really seen. It's kind of like a comic book that leaped off the pages and uh, was... Animated itself. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. And the entire movie had a comic book kind of filter on it. Yeah, it did. Um, Not the people's faces, but just the background. Yeah. And there were like dots and like it was yeah, green, yeah. but it was also like really really like crystal clear. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was bad quality. It was purposely done in order to have that comic book feel. Right, right. And and sometimes they even do like a they put like a blur or a shadow over people's heads yeah. to kind of give it that comic booky feel, which is really cool. Very very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters looked amazing. They were like realistic oh but God. also animated. Yeah. So it very was vibrant. Yeah. Like, it, there was no dull colors at all. It was very eye-popping. Right. And, like, if you saw, like, if you saw somebody that kind of looked like this character, you would have been like, oh, they based it off of him, and he looks like he's got all the features or yeah. whatever. And it was it was very, very well done and well put together, I got to oh, say. No I doubt. mean, the animators on this movie killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I I didn't write it down, but um, one thing I really liked at some points throughout the film, a character would speak, and they would kind of have like little lines that came out the side of their faces, so you would uh, like notice that. Like, oh really? When one at one point, the Prowler or um, what's his name, um, Uncle, Uncle Aaron, Aaron, he was speaking to Miles. They were walking, I think, down like a sidewalk or something before like he got bitten and everything. So right. it was in the beginning of the film. And he was speaking to Miles, and all of a sudden you just see, like, two lines come out the side of his face, and hmm. it was him just, like, it was them indicating that he was speaking. Just yeah. something really subtle, but it, I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, that's just interesting. Just an extra way I to show that he was speaking, because maybe they do stuff like that in the comics to show that, that the character yeah. was Yeah, I didn't even I pick like, up on that. Yeah, I didn't even notice that, but I feel like that It was that really, be, really subtle. I don't know how many times they did it, but I that thought That would it was be cool. necessary to really get, like, the comic yeah. book aspect onto the movie. Yeah. To make it look like like all the art style is comic book and right. they want to keep it like that. So they're going to do trends that replicate it being in a comic book. Yeah. Right, right. So that that good thing you picked that up because I really did not notice yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't either. Um, the transitions for this movie were insane. Oh my God. They were oh, so good. Are you kidding? I loved them. It, they made so <laughs> many. Chef's kiss. Literally. <laughs> honestly, they made so many of these transitions look like a comic book page. Yeah. So, at, like, in the beginning of the film, again, I, I just because it's fresh in my mind. Because um, it's the only part you watched. Pretty much. <laughs> I haven't. I, just, I saw it, like, three months ago, so it's still, like, in my mind. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, but at one point, they're showing, uh, I almost said Peter, when Miles first gets his powers and he gets back into his dorm, yeah. he sees the comic book fall on his face, and then it shows, like, the next scene, and it's right. kind of like comic book, comic book, comic book, comic book. Right. Like, little, like, sections of a comic book page, and it's just really cool. It's just slowly transitioning to the next scene. Yeah. It was really smooth and really well done. And it's I like love the... how... Oh, sorry. oh sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, like, when... Like he's sticking to the comic book, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Why is this happening?" And then it shows it says, it. like, "That's what I was about to say." Cool. I was about to say they did that so well. Yeah, that yeah. was r- really clean, really well thought out. And he rips off the page, like, "Why is this happening to me?" And he, Miles thinks that, and yeah. that's what Peter Parker in the the comic in the book. comic book. That's what he does. Like, "Why is this happening to me?" Right. What's going on? He's so confused about just getting his powers. The same thing happened to Peter. Yeah. And and honestly, this is like, it's kind of like you're watching a comic book almost. Honestly. Instead of reading it. Yeah. You know, because funny thing is, even in um, the the big, the first fight scene we see with, you know, Peter Parker and, and Goblin. Yeah, at the yeah. collider. You see Goblin throwing the, the pumpkin bombs. Yeah. And you see them say, boom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really like cool. you're literally watching a comic book happen. Yeah. And they do that throughout the entire film, which is yeah. a really, really cool aspect. Because obviously it's a comic book brought to life, whilst like obviously it's being animated. Right. But like imagine it didn't have that effect. Do you think it would still be like as cool? Or I think it would still If it was just movie. like a regularly animated movie. Yeah. Do you think that it would be like better without it? No. 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 I don't think so. I think the I think it would have lost it. some of its touch. Like some of its like uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really cool how they did that. But at the same time, like if I didn't if it didn't have it, I would be okay with it. I, I think if I it, wouldn't like want I would think to add that in. You know what see, I mean? See, I think if they took that away it would like you said, it would take away from the uniqueness, but also it would kind of confuse you. Because mm-hmm. if you took away that comic book asp- aspect of it, then all of them throwing their comic books in the middle and telling their stories wouldn't make sense. Yeah. That's fair. Also, you know, why are these words popping up in comic book style? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't make sense. Yeah. But I think since they they gave the whole movie a comic book feel... It, it all makes sense. Yeah, and even in the beginning, I know we're not doing cinematography, but uh, this isn't really cinematography. Um, but yeah, then why'd you bring it up? I, I thought it was, but now I, now I know it's not. In the beginning, when Jefferson Davis, or Miles' dad, is yeah. driving him to school, he says, oh, and Spider-Man, he, you know, he flies in zip, zap, zap. Uh, that's yeah. something that that's, comes out of the comics. Yeah. And I, right. thought, I was like, oh, that's so cool. I love how he did that. It's like something really subtle that like not a lot of people would notice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's just really cool. And then eventually we end up seeing, I believe we end up seeing Zip Zap Zap at one point. We might. I, I'm pretty it's sure possible. we did. I would assume that we did. If we didn't, I would be really surprised. Yeah. So, Dude, yeah. that was nowhere near cinematography. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I think like the one thing that they did really well is how they depicted what spider sense is like you could see like the little oh yeah squiggly lines oh my god it was amazing and And the the main 
part that really like blew my mind was when Miles was like looking around like in the collider mm-hmm. and then it says look out oh my god I love yeah that was so cool oh that was great they, i love that they do that a lot through this film i noticed like something will be going Not... on and there'll be like words behind them and like but that stuff was like, like that. the really yeah big, noticeable one like look out Jesus. yeah and then he just ducks out of the way yeah something crashes really cool. through and then he sees peter parker but also yeah like kind of in that same scene where where peter takes him onto that rafter and like mm-hmm. is looking at him for a second I loved how they're two different colors. And then, you know, Peter's realizing, you know, he's a Spider-Man. And then Miles' colors turn red and blue. I know. Like, first yeah. it starts off as, like, green and, like, yep. pink. Green and pink. Yeah. And then and then as Peter realizes, you're, just like, you're me. like me. Yeah. It turns red and blue. And I think the color scheme for this movie was fantastic. You every like single... Korea, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every single... Every single color scheme that they used in this movie was absolutely fantastic no. absolutely fantastic yeah no it was really great going back to the spider sense again um one thing i really liked is when they would like have their spider sense go off their eyes would move up and down like yeah that. and i just thought that was something like not not like that was huge but i thought it was really cool and i don't know if you guys picked up on this but every single time it was something different like coming at them or being thrown at them or they're sensing something different the spider sense was a different color really yeah sometimes it was the same sometimes it was the same but sometimes if they were sensing something different it was a different color like if they were sensing another spider-man same color but if they were sensing you know say they all said so the one scene where they all sensed you know (laughs) yeah give me one johnny's johnny's handing out candy here what the dog? Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. So, um, like when they're at Aunt May's house, they sense, um, you know, all the, oh the villains God, coming so in. Oh, my That's so cool. And, yeah. you know, the spider sense, it, it's all the same on the Spider-Man, but it's a different color from them sensing another Spider-Man. Yeah. Which I think is very key detail. Um, and you even see it with Miles and the Peter Parker from his universe. Yeah, that's true. You see the spider sense being a different color. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, we're going to jump into some music right now. I first off want to start by saying music with the Prowler, fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Every time oh you hear God. that, Menacing. it is terrifying. Yeah. And and I think that, that does a really good job because it shows how scary this guy is. Dude's a fucking menace. Yeah. He really is. It, I agree. To the point where, like, his theme, like the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did I do that right? I think that sounded no, yeah, good. Yeah, I think so. I think funny. it was pretty good. I'm pretty sure, like, it's used in TikTok sounds. Like, yeah, it might it be, yeah. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, no, you're right. just the weight of his sound, I guess you would call it, mm-hmm. sound effect. Yeah. It shows, like, how, like, he's a menacing character. Yeah. He's, he's a demon. Now, no, I, have, I have a question for you guys. When he has Miles in a chokehold. Did you think he was going to kill him when he put down his mask? When he saw that it was Miles and then Kingpin was like, what are you waiting for? Kill him already. And then Prowler pulls down Miles's mask to show that it's like, you know, not Miles anymore. Yeah. Did you think Prowler was going to kill him? I didn't know what he was going to do, but uh, I didn't think he was going to kill him. 
I thought he was going to pull down the mask and be like, this isn't my nephew, and just, like, snap his neck. That would have been fucked up. Yeah. I thought he was going to fake it. Like I was, I was he hoping would do like the claw, but like put it into like, like right, oh, and then fake it, and then he falls <laughs> off the roof, and then yeah, who is this Spider Man? How is he still alive? Right, <laughs> that was actually pretty good, game. That was pretty solid. I'm a, I'm an impressionist. <laughs> so what is uh, some of the music we got, Gabe? Uh, Nit, rattle, rattle off a few top tier tracks on the album. Seriously, the soundtrack for this oh, movie is oh incredible. Wonderful. We got Sunflower. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Timeless classic by Post Malone and Sway Lee. And yeah. you got What's Up Danger. This song is fucking fire. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It's so good. Funny story. Um, not that you guys know anything about this, but I went to a judo tournament okay. in Florida. And in this specific tournament, I made it to the final. Okay. And There's a they, walkout subtle, song? Yes. Subtle, and subtle. I used oh my What's God. Up Danger. That's so cool. Did you win? No. Uh-huh. So, you trash. I, I was warning you. <laughs> I to, I was like, what song do I do? Because like a bunch of my teammates, like they chose. One of my teammates chose the the Pokemon song. I oh my god! The very oh and my I, god! I laughed at him. That's I was funny. like, you're an idiot. But that's class. So <laughs> I was pondering like. Because there was, like, a big gap in between, like, when the other matches and then when yeah. the finals start. So I was like, what song do I do? And it's this important. Was, it's so important. This, this was in 2018. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, what's up, Danger? That would be such a fire song. Yeah. Right. So then you get fleeced. I didn't get fleeced. Yeah, I didn't get fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it. We don't talk Damn. about that. I was very disappointed. <laughs> so he just, I cut, he's like, uh, in the, in the blue gi. Gabriel Bernal, 200 miles by with a blindfold on. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm winning this. <laughs> I chose the best song without a doubt. Because you got, like, the basic people doing, like, Kanye West Stronger. Mm-hmm. Must have heard that, like, five times. Like, Right. Be original. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I was, though. And the, the, the person, like, the I guess, like, the MC of, like, the person that was playing the songs. Right. I I told him, like, uh, my, I want my song to be What's Up Danger immediately. From the Spider-Man movie? Oh hell yeah! Let's do it. <laughs> I was like, I like the way you think. That's awesome. That's um, great. So next up is actually a song by Jaden Smith, uh, "Way Up." This one's actually really good. I mean, I can say this about every single song in this entire soundtrack. Oh yeah. So we all know it's very good. Um, I have this sa- whole soundtrack in my fucking uh, like songs on. Spotify. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think if not? you didn't, there's something wrong. Weird. There's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. So yeah, "Way Up" is a really good song. Uh, we got Hide by Juice World, another great one. I love that yeah, song love so that much. Song. Yeah. Um, and and then, Gabe, take it away with the last one. I cannot believe that you forgot this one. I, Sorry. It breaks my heart. My bad. You forgot to put Scared of the Dark. I was trying Lil to do Wayne. minimal. Like, I was trying mm-hmm. to but that's make it as, as, as influential as, I, I know, and, and I realize that now. I d- actually did think I put it on there. It but is. It's right in the bottom. I no, put that. Gabe put oh, it. you did that. Yeah. Okay. So it's Lil Wayne. T.Y. Dolla Sign featuring XXX Tentacion. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Long live Ja. Yeah. So, I didn't know this, but apparently, there's also a version of the song that has Osuna in it. And Osuna, he's being Puerto Rican. Miles, he's half Puerto Rican. It's like yeah. a good like representation. Right. That's really cool. It's like a different... Now, they I, didn't put it into the, the movie, did they? No, or? no, no. no. It, okay. it was just like an extra song. Oh. Right. So, that's really neat. 
Yeah, it's wow. it's very interesting what they do. That's pretty cool. Because I knew the song was by Lil Wayne and X, but I yeah. was like, who's the other guy? I forgot. And it was right. T.Y. Dolla Sign. I was like, and then I was scrolling through Apple Music, and it was like, there's an Osuna verse? <laughs> and I listened to it, I was like, okay, this isn't bad. <laughs> this is peak. That's really cool. No, but I feel like this entire soundtrack is what makes this movie as good as it is. I feel like if it didn't have this kind of music in it it would not be as good because like there's movies that have scores and it's kind of just like instrumentals and stuff well especially the one scene where you know miles is taking his leap of faith yeah and all you hear is can't stop me now it's just oh my god that sick ass gainer yeah the building Mm -hmm. it's like what's up dude Oh Even my in God. the beginning of the film, when we first hear uh, Sunflower for the oh, first yeah. time, he's just jamming out with his uh, yeah. product placement, Sony headphones on. Of course, it's a Sony uh, movie. Yeah, so naturally that's in the entire fucking movie. Surprised you didn't make a pop- segment. Yeah. Now, there really wasn't that much because... Really? Uh, there I'll was. i this a little later in, in Easter eggs. <laughs> 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 I'll get to this later in Easter eggs. I'm going low. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. There you go. My chair just went down. Uh, John just started shrinking on us. <laughs> Yo, who did that? Oh, it's. <laughs> did oh, you do funny. it the first time? No. Oh my god, that would have been, that been so funny if you did it the first time. Yeah, my, my my foot hit it. Uh, so anyway, in the beginning, in the beginning of the film, when we hear "Sunflower," it's like, okay, this this song is really impactful, and you could tell that this movie is gonna have a lot more scenes just like this oh where yeah the, where the music kind of takes over and it's just like it's just a vibe yeah it really yeah. is and it's it's really well done and yeah. it and like we say in uh every episode the music isn't supposed to tell the story it's supposed to uh, emphasize it yeah and and, it, and i think the, the music in this movie does it amazing oh my god this i could just like play the movie or just play the soundtrack by itself and you can, and you pick, can and pick, pick out the scenes thing. right and that's some important and i feel like it's it's really it's good that they did this for this film oh and, yeah uh, i feel like mu- uh sorry i feel like music kind of helps make you remember things it's like music goes along with movies and like for me when i hear certain songs i'm like oh that's in this movie like with thor with his themes right that's not a very hard song to remember that if, i know <laughs> like uh um, i feel like apparently they they charge a lot of money to put that song in. Oh, I, which I'm one? Sure immigrant song, and Thor Ragnarok. No, the, the Guns and Roses. Yeah, and Love and Thunder. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They they charge whatever arm and a leg and fifty million dollars just to have that song. I'm in sure. Oh, I but I people bet, remember yeah. it from that now, and it, yeah. that's why like Sunflower is I still linked to this it song. From Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like. <laughs> Good vibrato, buddy. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> well, the left, touch your drum set. Well, the left one has a chip in it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I want to keep moving. I want to. I want to talk about some voice acting because this isn't really. This is typically our acting segment. Right. But um. There is no is, acting. This is well. There's acting, but it's more just voice acting. Right. We don't physically see these characters, so. I know you have a couple things here that. Yeah, so I mean, the way Shamik Moore plays, you know, whatever. I, I don't really know how old he is. Is he fifteen or is he sixteen? Shamik. I think he's. 14. No, no, not Shamik Moore. Miles Morales. Oh, he's, uh, he's 15. In, in middle school. He is. Right, he's fifteen. First? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Um. I thought it said. Visions Academy. 
Is that a I think school? he's in high school. I think I think he's a freshman. Something. His 15 is freshman. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He was a freshman, so I said 15 but years old. He also said he wanted to go back to Brooklyn Middle. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's why. So I'm thought. confused. Um, so however old he is, he plays you know a teenager, but even even Peter Parker or Peter B. Parker says, "Oh, I hate teenagers." So Miles has to be a teenager, yeah. at least 13 and up. Nah, I think it's. I think he's 15. Yeah. So there's no way he's like. 19. It says he's around 13 to 15. So I literally what I just right. said. Yeah. We're both right. Exactly. Talk All of us are. You. I said 14. Yeah. Said in between that. So so the way Shamik Moore plays, you know, 13, 15, 13, 14, 15 year old kid, whatever, old he is. Um, is is incredible, and he does it so well. I no, mean, really, it, it's amazing. You know, he gets he gets you know the the emotions. He kind of gets the the teen mentality. You know the young teen mentality of everything. How old and is he in real life? Shamik Moore. Yeah. Oh, he's probably maybe like either mid twenties or thirty, I would say. Wow. He's probably in his twenties. That means he has really good vocal range. Yeah. He's twenty-seven. Told you. Oh 20s. man. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so. mid. He's old. To play a fifteen-year-old. He's in his twenties. Yeah, but I mean, if it's just your voice and you have like a high-pitched voice, like Tom Holland, who was eighteen playing a twelve-year-old, I mean. Right. It's. It's all about the Spit voice. Spit it out. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. He that has a really. Training. Yeah. No, he, he, yeah, it really does. And he does a fantastic he job. Does, so he agree. does an incredible job of this. You know, he shows the emotions of, of 13, 15 year old boy, mm-hmm. you know, going through these different changes. And it's, it's really good and really interesting to see somebody actually be able to do it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, for me, I want to talk about Jake Johnson again, and I just love what he did with his version of Peter. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I said before, it's this was kind of a typecast because of how he was in New Girl and in a bunch of other films. Mm-hmm. But Personal favorite. What? He just, Neighbors. Uh, yes. Uh, but he just plays this role so good, and he is um, beautiful. He's perfect for this role to play that like, laid-back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's great for this laid back like lazy character who doesn't want to do anything and that's exactly who he plays a new girl right and uh i just love it and he's such a great actor he's i don't know i just i just love his work yeah so we're gonna run down um a few easter eggs real quick uh nothing too extreme and uh like we said in the previous episode if you would like uh for us to do like a whole segment on this you know, maybe we'll put some bonus content out for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll we'll need some Director's some time cut. and yeah, Schneider yeah. cut. Give us the one shot cut. <laughs> the one shot cut. So uh, the first one I want to talk talk about is uh, in in Uncle Aaron's apartment. The first time we 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 go there, Uncle Aaron's watching the show Community, and yeah. it's literally like we always say, a blink and you miss moment. Yep. And it is the it is a, a scene in Community where Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, wakes up and he's wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's his, you know. Yeah, that was his whole thing. He yeah. always wanted to be Spider-Man. And remember when he started that whole thing on Twitter, Gambino no. saying he wanted to play Spider-Man and he was really? a black Spider-Man. Yeah, that I don't, I don't so remember cool. that. Uh, it was his whole big like thing it. on Twitter, and it was re- uh, before even Andrew Garfield was casted as Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. You want oh to be wow! So. Yeah, see, I had a I had a whole thing against Spider Man. Uh, we're not gonna get into it. 
uh, this episode because okay. we're already running a bit long, so we're not gonna get into it yeah. this episode. Um, but yeah, so we see we see Childish Gambino wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt, and this is kind of like a nod to him in Spider-Man: Homecoming, where you know yeah. he could either be, you know, a black Spider-Man, Miles Morales, or but you know people have um, confirmed from Marvel confirmed that he is actually Uncle Aaron, which is really cool. Yeah, so. because you know, as he says in Homecoming, uh, I have a nephew that lives in the city. I don't need those weapons around. Yeah. So. Exactly. So I feel like this is before the Prowler days. When he yeah. Him. Well. He still seems very nice. Cause so. he was like, he was. I think they were gonna make him the Prowler, but then they were like. I feel like he's not menacing enough to be the Prowler. I would be honest with you. No. Yeah. You hear? He's you too hear funny, his man. He's also he too like chill. Life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he'd be a great Prowler, but he's just cause he's fucking funny, man. Yeah. I like him. I feel like his his voice his range wouldn't be able to go low enough. To where it would sound menacing. That's, that's like, true. Like, um, the guy who plays it, fucking, what did his name? What? Who the plays who? Prowler. Oh, um, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. His voice can go spot on, super low to the point where he sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. No. The job honestly. is done. Like, that's yeah. menacing. Yeah. That's scary. You can't have no. that with Gambino. Yeah. No. Or Donald Glover, his acting name. Yeah. But, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. I'm Gibbs? sure we'll see oh. him. We're 100% going to see him in another. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Pro- hopefully. I mean, maybe cool. not, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Gabe, give us your rundown of oh, oh, Easter eggs. I caught, yeah. I caught, I caught two. Yeah, go ahead. really prominent. So, in Miles' room in the dorm, he has an album cover of Chance the Rapper of his, of his album Coloring Book. Mm-hmm. But in the, in our universe, the number three is on his hat. On Miles's room, the album cover, it's mm-hmm. the number four. Okay. So yeah. I was like, I noticed that it was him. I don't really listen to Chance the Rapper, but yeah. I recognized that album cover. Yeah. But oh, that's... Like, oh, that's Chance. Isn't that the number three on his... Wait, that's four. Yeah. But that's also Wait, like minute. that's also to show, you know, that's, different universe. That's to exactly. give a nod, like, oh, we're, that we're in a different universe. Right. Like, mm-hmm. this, the the change, like the subtle changes. It's not a huge change, but maybe in Miles' universe, he actually has good music. <laughs> no, I'm Another one that I picked up on was is um, the fact that it's not. NYPD New York Police Department. Yeah. It's PDNY. Police Department it's of New York. York. Yeah. It's it's like a subtle change, but like that's something like it's kind of weird. PDNY. Yeah. It's, like, it's like what PDNY? did you just say? You, what did you just say? Did you really need to change that? <laughs> yeah. That's, what so, did he say? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> it's subtle was funny. Excuse me. Um, I have a couple here that are kind of cool. Um, first off, in okay, just turn sorry. Place. Miles is clearly a lot shorter than Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and then when Miles ends up taking one of Peter's old costumes to use it as his own, it fits him perfectly. Right. Which is, like, at uh, first you think it's a mistake, um, but it was clearly done intentionally. Um, it was meant to illustrate the uh, the conversation that Miles had with uh, Stan, the comic shop owner. And when Good he says, Stanley. it always fits eventually. Yeah. So Miles has clearly grown more confident and 
more comfortable with his powers and stuff. So clearly he's ready to take on the role of Spider-Man. Right. Um, so the costume eventually fits. So the last one I want to mention is the Spider-Man popsicle. Of course. <laughs> I think it's fucking funny. It was hilarious. And and I really, I think that's so funny because they, they brought real life into, you know, they brought real life into this animated, animated comic movie. movie. Yeah. So I, I just think that's so funny and how... I just wonder, like, who on the production team had to go out and buy a Spider-Man yeah. popsicle <laughs> yeah. and make sure it was just bad enough yeah. to put it in the movie. Well, well, I mean, we've all had one of them as a child. Yeah. We've I all had a sp- SpongeBob, SpongeBob one. Those SpongeBob. things were busted. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Since we're on the since we're on the topic of these popsicles, so there's a Mandela effect out there. So there's Spider-Man. There's there's um, SpongeBob. There's Dora, and there's boots. There was no boots popsicle. Really? I don't. There was oh, no. Boots. I don't even remember a Dora one. I'm gonna be honest with you. I remember I, a Dora I, one. I, was there ever a boots one? No. I That's like the huge thing. I, like people remember yeah. a boots one, but there was I never don't. a boots popsicle. I don't. I genuinely don't remember a boots really? popsicle. I I do. That's like that was like a huge Mandela effect. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I remember a Boots popsicle, but literally you can look it up anywhere and you will not find a single. You'll you'll like see like a drawing of it. Yeah. But you'll never find one on that's, on Google. That's pretty weird. Yeah. So uh, I want to jump into a really fun part of the show. Uh, our Johnny's movie, product wanna, placements. No. <laughs> not, not in this episode. I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk about the movie ratings um, yes. on some of these websites. So first we have IMDb. They have an an eight point four. Low. Out of ten, low. I like I like that. I feel like you think it's low. I think low. it's I think it's I think it's pretty good. I think right it could there. be a little bit higher. Um, I like the next one. Uh, Metacritic is at an eighty-seven percent or eighty-seven out of one hundred. I think that's that's pretty good. What are you giving this a hundred percent, buddy? No, not a hundred, but and uh, eight point four. Finally, we have Rotten Tomatoes at a ninety-seven percent. That's solid. All right, that's- so. Accurate. We've heard Gabe's boisterous uh, opinions mm-hmm. of these. I, I think they're I think they're pra- uh, pretty good. I think Rotten Tomatoes is a bit too high. I, Not saying that this movie yeah. was was bad, <laughs> um, but uh, I I think it's it's a great movie. I think it's you know it, it it's not you know S tier movie. I think it's A tier movie. S S plus. I'm kidding. <laughs> I I do think it's an A tier movie. I don't think it's an S tier movie though. Okay. So for me, I think that it should be rated around like a nine flat, like a nine to nine two. That's like so, exactly. see, I would put it in the the eighty five percent range, okay. probably. For me, this maybe is a little bit higher. Little maybe I'd harsh. go with the maybe I'd go with the the Metacritic one, the eighty seven percent, because it was very close to a ninety for me. Mm-hmm. But there are a few things out there that are you know a little, little eh. Okay. Um, so. I don't know. I just think it was really good and it deserved a high rating because this is one of the best animated films of all time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's clearly shown. I mean, even the audience rating is super, super high on Rotten Tomatoes as well. Yeah. I think it was a 93%. I'm not saying this I'm is right a bad movie at well. all. No, it's a But I just, th- I just think I would, I would uh, bring down the Rotten Tomatoes rating just a bit. Okay. Yeah, I would say like IMDb, that could be like a 9. I could say IMDb could can like go up 90. to like an. 88.8 or something like very close to a nine like it's 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 almost there nine like in that range yeah so so for me it's like it's like almost there but it's not there yet we'll yeah, we'll get into that sure. at the end of the episode so yeah. let's uh let's, let's start hoofing yeah. along 
So we have our budgeting, our opening weekend's uh, amount of money, and then our overall earnings. Yes. So our budget for this film was ninety million dollars. Um, yep. Kind of a lot of movie, a uh, lot of money for this movie. Well, because it's all but animated, it's all animated, you know, so you gotta clearly needed it, and it was beautiful what we've got. So I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Um, opening weekend it only made thirty five million dollars. Yeah. So it didn't surprised. even didn't even break even opening weekend but i think that the opening weekend people saw it like shit this is a fucking phenomenal movie let's go see it again yeah and so overall, and then they told their friends you know yeah, this is exactly. a great movie so then overall uh today it's made 375 million dollars five hundred forty thousand and eight hundred thirty one dollars a lot of money a lot of money a lot of money i feel like there's like probably a few reasons why opening weekend didn't really produce the numbers that it maybe it was expected because I think everybody was like, "Oh, it's another Spider-Man movie," or like, "Oh, it's an animated Spider-Man That's, movie." It's not probably you know everyone was probably on the fence about the fact yeah. that it was animated. Right. That's and how I was. I know that people saw it and realized this is peak, and then they start tweeting about it. They start yeah. posting right. about it, and then exactly those people that were once saying, "Ah, oh, it's an animated film. I don't really know." They see these people saying that it's peak, and they're like, all right, let me go see it. And then they realize, and it's just a cycle, and then now $375 million. Right, a lot right. of money, man. That's a, that's a bag. Yeah. yeah. And and you can see that in the awards that it won, or award that it has won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's won a few awards, but we're just going to well, name... a lot of awards. We're, we're going we're gonna to name one big one right here. You know, it won Best Animated Feature Film, uh, and it won at the Oscars. Yeah. It's huge. That's, huge. That's the best it, you can get. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the that's Oscars. like the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. And it actually won 82 awards out of its 139 nominations, which, which is a lot. It's a great that's, ratio. That really from, is. For, for a lot of the movies that so. we've done, you know, the, the ratio for that is under 50%. Yeah. This is over 50%. It's Ridiculous. Over. Yeah. 82 divided by guy, but I'm 139. Sure that's like 65. Yeah, I mean, you could have just said over 50%, but that's fine. Well, we want to be specific. (laughs) Do we? (laughs) 65.837. No, I don't know that. (laughs) I'm not a calculator. So um, now it's time to jump into our favorite scenes. Gabe, since you are the special guest for this episode, we're going to let you go first. I am honored to say that my favorite scene in the whole movie, it's got to be the leap of faith. Amazing scene. Amazing. Amazing music behind it. Him yeah. just like antsy, like he's like skittish almost. But he's like all right, hyping himself up. It's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Jumps off, hits the cleanest gainer I've ever seen in my life. <clears throat> and then great. the music behind it, it just really like captures the moment of him realizing yeah. he's a Spider Man. Right. And it's just like... The one and only. Well, for a yep. couple of days yeah. he was the two and only. And then it's yeah. just <laughs> peak. And then I know. my favorite song in the whole movie, What's Up Danger. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That and I would say like the final fight scene of where he realized like he's That's giving badass. Doc Ock the hands he's and giving kingpin giving the work pin the hands yeah like he started off as like this shy like i don't know how to do anything i can't right. i can't use my powers when i want to turns into he's putting in work yeah <laughs> he's giving hands he's saving the day like a spider-man 
Yeah. And that that character development is is really prominent in the scene of the leap of faith. And yeah, it really is. Peak. Um, did you have a favorite quote from this movie? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, it's not always about the money, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's about the Mets, baby. Let's go. Love the Mets. <laughs> Get a home run. Love the Mets. <laughs> nah, but that that that's just like what made like I, I after rewatching the movie. Yeah. I said the same thing. He was like, "It's not always about the money, Spider-Man." Pause it. <laughs> like, I can't I can't watch the movie when I'm laughing about thinking about love the Mets. Let's go. Love the Mets. <laughs> But um, that's good. Yeah, probably like that was like the funniest part. But to me, when Peter B. Parker, he's like falling back into the the collider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad, kid. Yeah, I like that. That's one. a good that one too. Good. So because like, he did the same thing that Peter B. He yeah, legs right caught him. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. then he says the same thing. It's just a leap of faith. It's just yeah. a leap of faith. Not bad, kid. It yeah. Chills. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like, put a smile on my face. So, with that being said, just a leap of faith, I'm going to jump right into my favorite quote. Mm-hmm. Um, that's literally what I say. It's from Peter B. Parker, and I say, that's all it is, Miles, a leap of faith. And the reason that is so impactful and, you know, my favorite scene is just like Gabe's, it's the leap of faith scene. I think it's the most iconic and classic scene from that movie yeah. that everybody you know you say into the spider-verse first thing you think of is is miles morales doing the doing the gainer off the yeah. building Breaking with the, the glass, glass shattering oh oh. always stealing what i'm about to say because that's so fucking cool <laughs> of course i'm gonna say it we finish each other's sandwiches that's what i was gonna say yeah um <laughs> So, yeah, and, and the reason why my kind of quote and, and scene go hand in hand is because you hear the voice of Peter B. Parker in the background, you know, telling Miles, it's just a leap of faith. Which is really and nice. Then, and then as soon as, like, he, he lets go of that, the, the building, the glass shattering behind him, you just hear, what's up, danger? And it's like, it is... Can't oh, stop it now! It, it oh is amazing. It is, it is beautiful. And it's I can't so awesome. get enough of that scene. Wow. I really can't. That's also my favorite scene. Um, I don't oh have much God. more to say yeah. about it. I mean, it's like you said, it's the most iconic <laughs> right. scene. It, in this it really is. Film. Um, other than that, I feel like one of my favorite scenes is uh, when he first figures out that he has powers. Yeah. And he's like on the side of the school building. And oh like, yeah, with the then, with like the pigeons. Yeah, and... the pigeons. And then he gets to the comic book like we talked about before, and he's reading it, and it's happening to him at the same time. I yeah. thought it was really really neat. And uh, my favorite quote is by my f- favorite actor in this film. If you didn't know who it was. Jake Johnson. Uh, Chris Pine, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just really love the like the dynamic <laughs> between um, Jake Johnson and uh, Miles. And I just love how like the, their banter and how they like kind of don't like each other and they kind of yeah. do. And at the end, they kind of like, they get like, I don't know, a really like friendship. And uh, so I like this quote that Jake Johnson says. We're a little team. Me as a teacher who can still do it. You as a student who can do it, just not as good. Oh uh, yeah, well, that's when. That's great. That's when they. Uh, Alchemax. Yeah, they yeah. escaped from Alchemax. Yeah. I thought that was just really cool, and it's, it is, and it, it and it fits, fits so J- well. Fits Jake Johnson's. Uh, oh, I know. And the character and, per- and personality very and then, well. Uh, like when they when he teaches Miles how to swing and you yeah. see thwip. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Oh, yeah, I like thwip. that. I'm yeah. Like, and then they're yeah. doing it like simultaneously. And then 
Sequin. He glitches and then ah jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's awesome. Dude, I always thought the glitches was so funny when, when he's about to time. when he goes like there's about to swing and then he just <laughs> drops <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> He literally drops so the hard onto the fire escape. Boom. Yeah, just the fire escape, bam! And then he does it like three more times too. Kind of like he like just like, <laughs> just like sees it. It's like yeah, like that's the first time you really see it on a person. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and then Maz's like, you good? Yeah. So clearly, like, there was something wrong, and he need, oh they needed God. each other. It was so funny, so, though, seeing him glitch. Yeah. Um, like, you, you can see, like, in his face, it's like, he's like... Yeah. I know. In one of the scenes, you can. <laughs> so, this is the, the final part of the show. Yes. Where we break down the film, give it a rating on three different scales. This, this time, it's different. It's going to be voice acting, mm-hmm. plot, and then our overall rating. So, Gabe? Gabe, take it away. So for voice acting, I think I'll give it a a nine, solid nine. Just because I, f- me being Hispanic, he didn't really capture okay the the accent. I mean, that, obviously that's super hard. Like that takes years. Right. But he sounds like he's not really capturing his half Puerto Rican side. Yeah. And then. That's my only like down take of it. Mm-hmm. I but think the that rest of just... it was solid, really good. I think that more so could just be along the lines of if he had kind of a Puerto Rican accent, it would be hard for people to understand. Not not even understand like... him, but like it would be a little bit more difficult to kind of focus. hear. Yeah, not not even focus, but like hear what the character's saying. Um, Stuff like that, but it's not like you know. It's not too big of a deal, right? Yeah, but um, it's just like <laughs> okay, I do it the all scene, the, time. the scene where he's like walking through the town, like on his way to school. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, man? What's up, man?" And then he starts speaking Spanish to yeah. one kid. Yeah, and it just it doesn't sound right to me. It's, just it's like Claro. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that. Yeah. Um. So what are we? So what are plot. Oh, uh, the plot. That was. It took me by storm. I yeah. Was, like, the first time I remember watching it, I'm like, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, I was like, wow, what's going to happen? Like, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, like, you think back to, like, the main Spider-Man universe. It's mm-hmm. like, Doc Ock is the one doing the science stuff. And then out of nowhere, it's like, Kingpin? Collider? But like, what's going right. on? Right. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. And then, so, I would give that, like, a 9-2, nine, 9-3. Nine, Felt really. It's a good plot. Strong. Got the point across. And they're down. Yeah. Looked. It was really well done. It was really well executed. Okay. Right. And then your overall score. Overall, we're gonna give this movie a nine point four seven six two. I hate you. Wow. <laughs> so he gives it a nine. Yeah. So nine. Nine. Nine two. Okay. Nine. Okay. Nine. Fine. I let you get away with the nine two nine three with the with the plot. I'm not letting you get away with okay, it for the overall rating. For the sake of <clears throat> Vin being annoying, nine. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, for me, I'm going nines across the board. Yeah. I almost wanted to go ten overall, but like, I think this needs to be tens, or only for like the elite of the elite. I was really close to giving it a ten overall, 
but like it's just it's different than a regular feature film it's animated so like not that there's some, nothing wrong not that there's something wrong with animated films but i just feel like i can't physically give it a 10 yeah. i really really want to but cuz like, you cuz you miss out on that cinematic aspect the cinematography aspect of it and you know sometimes the cinematography helps you know us feel certain ways yeah. I mean, so it's hard to it's hard to you know give it tens across the board when yeah. you know you're missing kind of a key aspect of film mm-hmm. no i yeah i agree i mean we got a lot of it with the visual effects and the comic book oh, yeah. things and stuff like that but I, I i'm really close to giving it a 10 but i just can't so i'm gonna yeah. go nines across the board acting plot and overall so i am going to go voice acting as an eight um to be honest, I didn't really like um, Penny Parker that much. I really uh, didn't. She was kind of too anime styled. But that was uh, that was her character though. So yeah, so yeah. But like from, everybody else was, like everybody else was like kind of still comic booky. Like even even uh, Peter Porker was still comic booky. Yeah. No. Well, he had he was cartoony. He was cartoony, but he, he was, was also still kind of comic booky. Um, I didn't. I didn't really. I think. I think Penny Parker was just a little too, anime. I have no. I really. I. I just. I mean, that's kind of just my opinion. And then she's also, what? She's like, twenty fifty seven. Yeah. She's from the future. She's from, Japan. Yeah. So, it makes it would be it, it, it would did, do it a disservice to not. But make even it like even like her even her animation style was very anime, based. Yeah, and, and I understand just like a, a nod to her being Japanese. Yeah, um, I just I just didn't really like her kind of style. I guess her okay. voice acting style. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't a hu- I wasn't a huge fan of it. Right. Um, it's fair. Plot nine, mm-hmm. without a doubt. It was it was an amazing plot. Um, overall, I, I guess I'll have to I'll have to give it a nine. It is a very very great movie, and and it's a great movie um, because. You can go back and watch this at any point, and you'll yeah. you'll love it the same I've, as uh, just as how you watched it the first time. I know. I think I've seen this maybe five, six times yeah. since it came out. Yeah. So I mean, I just watched it last night for the second time. Yeah. I really only two only two yeah. times. I've probably I've, seen this probably like four times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dedicated. Very, it's very, it's very really good, good. I love it. Yeah, it's, so that's a solid movie. And another note for me, the reason I gave it such a high score and I wanted to give it a 10 was mainly because of the music. I feel like the music really, really carries this movie oh, as 100%. far as it can possibly go. Because, like I said before, some songs and scores and soundtracks, they are linked to movies for such a long time. And that's what exactly is happening with this film. Yeah. So, like, Sunflower is always going to be linked with this movie. Yeah, seriously. And without a doubt. Ones, so. Without a doubt. Well... That wraps up this episode of the One Shot Movie Podcast. If you like the video, click like. If you want to see more, subscribe and also hit that bell notification um, to get notified when we upload videos. Um, yeah. And, also, and, oh, uh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. And as you know, in the last episode, we let you know about our new merch that we dropped. Um, don't forget to check that out. We have brand new stuff on. We're both wearing it right now. We're also going to get Gabe a shirt yeah. for coming on uh, the show. Yeah, customized shirt. If you want your last name, first name, whatever you want, just, uh, you know, text us. Yeah. Um, but like, like we said, funds are a bit low right now. So you guys, uh, I'm pointing to the camera if you guys can see. If you can, uh, we have donations set up on Anchor. Uh, it really, really helps. We, I mean, 
and I don't mean we don't care about the amount, but like the anything helps because we want to keep this show going for hopefully for years and years and years. Um, plan. And I want to be back here for when <laughs> the next Spider Verse movie comes back. Yeah, of course. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to have you back for that part two. Yeah, we'll have three. Back. Maybe. So, Island. so Island. any Island. any Island. little Island. bit. I don't know. Long time. <laughs> What'd you say? When's Beyond coming out? Probably like 24, oh, 25. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say like 25. Not I want to be back for that, though. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have our own studio. Maybe by then we will. Yeah. That would be sick. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. I'd be there for that. Um, but yeah, any little amount helps. Uh, so there's that. Also use promo code SEASON2 for 10% off merch. Um, I was going to make a promo code for, for this episode, but Just leave it at season, two. Uh, season, season two, you get 10% off merch. So uh, hopefully next episode you will get a specialty promo code for staying this long into the episode. We'll throw that up on screen on the visuals, and I will spell it out for you uh, if you're listening over Anchor. But that wraps up this episode. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank Pleasure. you so much. It was a great time. Yeah, it really Pleasure was. Be here. Um, and... That's it. That's really it. Uh, We will see you guys on another movie Monday. Yeah. And that's a wrap.